Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Hook and Landry. He is Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com. Doesn't get any better when it comes to football coverage. I don't care if we're talking high school, if we're talking um, uh, recruiting, college, um, NFL, it's it's all right there. And suddenly, somehow, some way, we're actually reaching the end of the season. Um, we promise not to make this a COVID-only show. <laughs> but it, Chris, I'll, 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 be, I'll be honest with you, all right? I did not think we would get to this point. I really didn't, especially when like the Trevor Lawrence's of the world started getting it. Um, I just did not feel good at all about getting to this point. I thought the season could be canceled altogether. Um, I didn't think the NFL would be as successful. They've had their hiccups, but are you a little pleasantly surprised we've gotten here? I, I am. I uh, listen. I'm with you. I um, I just didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. I'll take it a step further for me, and I cannot believe I'm saying this. I've never felt this way, and I want to say it the right way because it's not going to sound like I'm trying to say it. In a lot of ways, I am relieved that we're almost towards the end. While I'm going to miss it, I mean, and while I'm never looking forward to the end because just I love the football season, I'm just kind of relieved. I'm, I'm, I've had my fill of, well, who's actually going to play this week and who's going to get canceled. And, um, I've always felt like the NFL was going to be in better shape. And the fact that we've pretty much gotten to the end, look, we've, we've got to get the playoffs done. I still think we all know yesterday, Sunday, there was a number of bowl games that canceled over 20 teams that just canceled out of playing because they're not really bowl games. They're just a road game. Um, other than the playoffs, we're, we're done. And we we're just, we're lucky for every bowl game we get, just enjoy it folks. Cause it's one more than, than we did. Then, then I maybe expected. And yet I'm a little bit still nervous about the semifinals and the finals because things could still, you wonder if they could have a COVID effect there, but I'm ready. I'm stressed out. I'm ready for it to, to get done and put in the books. And almost I'm going to be relieved if we can get it through without any major, more major issues and not having a, a big, you know, negative effect on the, on the, on the, the, um, 
in the, the college football playoffs, and then same thing in the NFL. And I'm ready to just say, exhale, and we can deal with the offseason work, you know, as we try to get COVID in our rearview mirror and we're dealing with vaccines and therapeutics and all that, that I'm just ready, believe it or not, for next August as we get ready for next football season where I'm hoping, you know, from my lips to God's ears that it is going to be normal again, you know, where it's going to be, we can talk about fans and I I don't know if it's going to be completely normal, Dave, but it's, it's gotta be better than it was this year. And I, I'm just relieved to get it pretty much over. Yeah. I'm ready for Dick Clark or whoever the young guy is to sing us into a new year. Um, (laughs) I'm ready to move forward. I, I guess it's that, uh, I can't even remember his name all of a sudden, but uh, the guy who Ryan Seacrest, I guess, does it now. Okay, yeah, I've heard of yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame are your final four. Um, your thoughts on uh, does A and M have a real gripe here? How strong of a gripe uh, does Notre Dame get the advantage because they're Notre Dame still, even though they haven't had recent great success. As far as championships, they're still Notre Dame, and they're going to bring in some eyeballs. Yeah, you know, first of all, big picture, Dave. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but you know, those of us—I'm not throwing you under the bus here—but those of us that, that are old enough to remember, and I, I, I just think a lot of people lose either focus or maybe just don't realize that. College football has always been about, you know, selecting. And it used to select who was the champion. And then we select who would play in the bowl game for the champion. And now we just select four. There's always going to be an issue. And in some cases, there's problems that certain people are going to have about who the team is. Look, some years when we moved to four, the main reason the impetus was, well, it was – the Alabama LSU rematch. But if you can go back, remember when LSU and or in Oklahoma played and USC was left out and that was a mess. That's what took us to a committee as opposed to, I mean, there's opposed to just, uh, um, uh, uh, computers. There's always going to be an issue this year. You know, there's only two, it's, it's Alabama and it's Clemson. It's, it's two teams. But you got a four-team playoff. You got to put somebody in at three. You got to put somebody in at four, and somebody's going to be because of that. Somebody's going to be disappointed. You may have a year where it's a clear four, and you're not in any argument. So I, you're always going to have this issue. Look, um, specifically about Notre Dame and M. Look, if you're looking at it from, let me make a case for one or the other. Well. Not a lawyer. I mean, if you're going to be a lawyer, your job is to make a case for your client. I'm not making a case for either. The bottom line is they're very close. The resume is very close. Um, you know, I get it. Everybody politics for the team. AM, they played two good teams, really. They beat a Florida team, and they got hammered by an Alabama team. We can brag all we want in the deep South about how great the SEC is. Not this year. Florida, Georgia, Alabama, A&M are good. Everybody else is okay. 
adequate to below average. Okay, LSU won a couple of games late. Not been good. Auburn, not good. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, not good. Arkansas, surprise, still not good. Missouri, not good. Tennessee, bad. Vandy, awful. Kentucky, not good. South Carolina, not good. I mean, it's just not been a league that you you sit there and say it was great. So you hang your hat on, well, we won seven straight games in it. Yeah, you beat one good team. And and in Notre Dame didn't do a whole lot else. They did beat a pretty good Clemson team. When Clemson was banged up, that was still a pretty good Clemson team. They beat them. They got hammered by a better Clemson team Saturday night. They beat a pretty good North Carolina team. The resumes are really close, Dave. And, I, you know, to be honest with you, I have actually said on Landry football, broken down the rosters and the teams, I think A&M and Notre Dame are built very similarly. They really are. And I said all year long that Notre Dame's just a little bit better. Now, if you look at it, what are people looking at, Dave? I don't know how you feel about it, but look, look at Notre Dame got hammered by Clemson, so therefore, and then A&M beat Tennessee, so there's that recency bias that, oh, I can't believe that. Do we really think if Notre Dame had played Tennessee and A&M had played Clemson that the results would have been any different? I mean, I think we tend to look at it and we see what we want to see in it. I think the fact that we're having an argument or some people are, is an indicator that you could have gone either way. And I don't really have as much of a problem with it, even though I don't think either one, A&M or Notre Dame, would fare very well against Alabama, or in, in case of Notre Dame's will fare very well. So your thoughts on the Heisman? Um, I've got to have my vote in here in the next few minutes. Um who would you vote for? I mean, you have Trevor Lawrence, who could end up being the best player in the history of college football not to win the Heisman because he missed time with COVID. Um, I know it's kind of a it, it's a little bit of a tough year. I found I, I've mulled over it. I take it very seriously, and um, I'll tell you, uh, yesterday I just could not um, I just could not make up my mind. So I've got to. I wanted to talk to you first. I've got about. 20 minutes to make up my mind. So your thoughts? I, I, I think the best player this year has been Devontae Smith of Alabama. Um, I, 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 there's no one that's been better in my mind. There have been other guys that have had good moments. And as you've kind of alluded to, Trevor Lawrence, the best pro prospect, be the number one pick. And who knows, had he not played or not missed the games, but – I think he's been outstanding. I think Mac Jones has been outstanding. I think Najee Harris has been outstanding. I'm going to be honest with you. It is really weird because I don't have a vote. If I did, a one, two, three would, this is, I've never had this happen before, would be all Alabama guys. Wow. I, 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 I would put Devontae, Najee, and I'd put Mac Jones, the quarterback, third. And I would say, that the biggest, most impressive thing about Alabama has been their offensive line. <laughs> and they lose, yeah. obviously, Landon and Dickerson. That, that's a tough loss. So uh, that's what I think. But I think they're certainly – Kyle Trask, to me, has had a really good year. And 
but that LSU game, I mean, you throw pick six and you lose in a big moment like that. Just think how big that game could have been in the fourth quarter of the SEC championship game. Had Florida not slept walk through literally and figuratively in a fog against LSU, that could have been great. But you can't have that type of moment on that stage and still win it in my mind. And Trevor Lawrence has been, been really good at times. And I think he's actually carried Clemson in some instances, but he just didn't miss some time. No, certainly no fault of his own or anything like that, but you still, you miss time and somebody, some people can pass you up. And I think that's what happened in terms of just overall productivity during the season. So, that's how I see it. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. I can't imagine picking three Alabama, three players from any one team, but you make a good argument. Um, I wonder if it's going to hurt and determine if it's going to hurt all of them because I wonder how many of those votes will be split up and maybe, maybe it will be a Trevor Lawrence or somebody else. Yeah, um, I, I, just speaking from my media background – I think it could split up uh, the votes uh, because you might have somebody that says, I just can't put two or three Alabama players in there. And at that point, you're going to pick one. So the other guys aren't going to get the second, third place points. And um, I I got a weird feeling it's going to be like a career achievement award for Trevor Lawrence, which isn't what it's supposed to be. But in this crazy year, I don't necessarily hate it because I think the young man obviously is is pretty special. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It's uh, it's really weird. It's been a weird year altogether to have the season kind of end like it did. And as we're doing this show, taping this show, I'm it's halftime of the first bowl game. <laughs> we literally just we just go from the end of the season to you know Saturday we announce the. Um, the, the, the playoff rankings and then on Sunday and then Monday, the bowl game start, we usually have that gap, everything so compressed and yeah, uh, it's going to be, I guess the finalists are going to be announced the 24th, I guess, or, um, uh, which will be uh Christmas Eve. So yeah, it we, we won't be long now before we figure it out. Well, uh, and they're not going to be, you know, it's going to be all done virtually this year. Um, you know, and I hate to, say this because COVID's much more important than this, but I always thought one of the coolest things about going to the Heisman ceremony would be to be around all those great players that have won the Heisman. Oh, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure they're not gonna do that, I wouldn't think. No, no, it's all done virtually this year. So I don't know how they're gonna tech technologically, I don't know what the setup's gonna look like. Oh the guy did it be like boxes, but I would imagine, you know, where you'd see the candidates and you just do the you probably will have somebody maybe at the downtown athletic club just announcing it. And then, but I don't think there's going to be any people in it. So it'll be, uh, it'll be, um, unusual, but, but welcome to 2020 and so long to 2020, as you were saying. <laughs> Amen. Uh, what do you, what are you hearing coaching wise? We've already seen some movement in the middle in the last, third of the season uh, what coaches out there should be concerned and you hearing about any candidates that could fill possible vacancies well um i'm curious to see what may happen obviously we've got some things coming up in the nfl we're still waiting on auburn that's the one that everyone is 
still very interested in. I felt like it it uh, would be and will be Kevin Steele. There's a lot of talk today as we uh, um, are on the 21st here as we're doing this that uh, Billy Napier turned him down. Um, checked into it. I've actually talked to Billy. I don't think it played out that way. You know this, that things when things are leaked out that this guy turned it down or they did this or that there's a reason why um they that it leaks out there bottom line is um uh, you know there's a lot of backlash from folks that the public i don't know if it's quite like tennessee and greg Schiano and the the twitter sphere but it's like i you know you guys will burn in hell if you hire kevin Steele. i mean it's kind of like that type of thing. And I think that's where Auburn was headed all along. I'm curious to see that they, in the modern age, Dave, um, we saw that happen at Tennessee. (laughs) We saw everybody. We got a huge Tennessee audience for this, but everybody that was involved, the old guard, the new guard, the, all the boosters, they were the only guy they were in agreement on it. And as he was Greg Schiano until the, the Twitter sphere and the fans that blew up, you lived that you saw that. I think this is kind of a, something similar that's happening at Auburn. Um, you've got a couple of key boosters that want Kevin Steele. Uh, and I think that's been the plan all along, whether they're going to maybe go through it or they're going to lose, enough of a fan base um, or there's going to be enough upheaval to maybe make them redirect. Uh, that's what we're trying to, we're trying to find out right now. We're trying to figure out how this is going to play out. Um, Steve Sarkeesian is uh, going to be the highest paid assistant coach in the history of college football. He's going to get a salary bump to stay at Alabama for what I'm hearing is above $3 million a year that's that's great you want to hear something crazy i remember you were probably coaching then i remember in the mid 90s when john chavis and david cuckliffe were making seventy five thousand dollars oh absolutely and were begging for just a two-year contract for some security now seventy five thousand dollars a year isn't bad but knowing that you could lose your job with a bad couple of seasons and you're out the door and you're moving somewhere else I don't have a problem with these coaches getting paid this because there's no security. And I will, t- I will say this tip of the cap to Steve Sarkeesian who thought his career was absolutely over when mm. everything went down with him at the booster club and That's supposedly right. intoxicated. So <laughs> it was, it was, there's video that says he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. So kudos to him. I, I would yeah. not have thought, how many years has that been? Well, it seems like yesterday, but it hadn't been that long. Um, it was Lane that brought him in Lane that suggested we ought to bring him in. And remember he, he came into Alabama and you know lane ended up leaving and they they because lane had his escapades after he took the fau job and he bolted on a couple of meetings and he missed a meeting because he was uh uh hunting for a house when they're getting ready for the playoffs and then the the uh the the play calling against university of washington in the semifinals and and they ended up just bumping up sark and then sark 
took the job, left, if you remember, left to go to the Falcons. And then Nick hired Brian Dayball, and Dayball did a nice job a couple of years, and he he went back to the NFL. He's an NFL guy who went to Buffalo. He's done a great job there, and a short list coach there. And then Sark comes back to Alabama, and, yeah, so that hadn't been that long ago. But, no, he was uh, – he was a he was a mess when they towards the end at Southern Cal and apparently has done very very well with his issues off the field and as you mentioned uh, getting a second chance like that that's that's huge so that's the latest uh, obviously uh, Brett Bielema back in coaching getting a head job former Arkansas coach former Wisconsin coach getting the Illinois job um, let me, let me, can uh, I inter- can I refuse sure. for a second do you think because I always believe that football is cyclical. I believe most sports are cyclical. You know, three, four was in vogue, then four, three, then three, four. Do you think there will be a time when even Nick Saban has gone to the wide open offense that a team will just line it up and run the football and play ball control? Could that come around again or are the rules so advantageous to the offense that that's just not going to happen. Oh, I feel there's still some that do it. It's not, it's few and far between Wisconsin and Iowa do it. I mean, Iowa's, you know, they started off 0 and 2 and they ended up 6 and 2. Kurt Ferentz does it. Iowa does it. Um, Northwestern, you know, it's what Pettenham do it. Now they'll throw it a little bit with uh, the quarterback. Um, yes. I, I do. I mean, I, I think you will see that it, it is. Now, I do think that if you if you can't throw the football, so if you're going to run it, you still need to be able to work play action. You're still able to work some passing game into it. But And if you can't, well, then you're going to be limited. I mean, because you're, you're going to really struggle. I, I just think that you have to be balanced enough because if people can take away the run, then you know can throw. I mean, look, let's let's call it what it is. That's exactly what we've seen out of Georgia the past several years. Oh, they threw it, but they weren't very effective. That's what Georgia has been. Now they're starting to realize, hey, we got to get the quarterback play in the passing game better. But I don't think they want to get away from. So if you can't run two minutes and throw it and take advantage of the offensive rules, you're going to be in trouble. But I do believe if you can run power, um, you can be successful. Look, Alabama still runs power. Alabama throws it, and we talk about But look at, I mean, the, the, the big hero in winning that game and closing out Florida, who played that game closer than I thought, was Najee Harris in that offensive line. They were, they pounded it. If, if not, they could could have been in a game where Florida might have been able to outpossession them and maybe it would have been even closer. But the fact that they were able to run power and do that allowed them to win it. So I no, I I think I think you're on to something. I think that we can see that. I just think if you are all one way or the other, you're limited. You're very, very limited. If you're if you're Mike Leach and you never run it, you won't be successful to the highest level. If you're a guy that always run it and you can't throw it, you're gonna really struggle. Uh if you if you know, I mean, they they do it certainly at the academies, they do the triple option. I mean, so you can still do that to a point, to a point. Um, 
I think it's balanced. So yeah, I, I think I, I think we do see it. Um, just turn to the NFL for one quick second. Um, the NFC East <laughs> used to be uh, the proudest division in football. I used to say it's man, it's the NFC East back in the old days, the nineties. Um, it is just horrible. If you were the commissioner of football, which I'm assuming you'd accept that position of the NFL because you'd make about $45 million. I take um, it and I quit after one year, Dave, but go ahead. <laughs> Can I be your assistant? Pick up yeah, five? yeah, yes, exactly right, yeah. Um, I would. You got so, it. <laughs> so would you – I'm not saying they're going to step in and do it this year in knee-jerk reaction, but would you rework the playoffs – where, um, I, I don't know that none of these teams deserve a buy in Washington, Dallas, or New York's going to get one. How would you work it, or would you change it at all? Well, or not a buy, excuse me, a home game. I'm yeah, um, you know, all of that, as you know, has to the the competition committee has to look at it, and then they all have to vote. So all the owners would have to be in agreement to do it. It's actually been talked about before, and I think it needs to be looked at even more as we are adding, reminding every. it's a good time to remind everybody we've got an extra team in each conference this year. So two extra teams in the league making it. It's all the more reason why it's more likely, ever since we went to um, eight four-team divisions, it's very possible that we could have this. We've had it before. Seattle years ago was seven uh, and nine. Uh, the pa- the Panthers, same thing. Not even 500. Won their division, got a home game. And you know what was interesting about that? Both of those seven and times, seven and nine teams won their home game in the playoffs. Um. So, I mean, it just goes so you think I didn't make it. Then I, and I'd be, I'd be, I'd be darned if they didn't win their first game. Um, there, there, the, the feeling when we've talked about it, I know being part of some older's meetings in the past where they would have this discussed. It's been a while though. The feeling is that the integrity of winning your division is so important that they wouldn't want to move away from it. What I think they ought to look at is, okay. And maybe this is where you're kind of leaning to it. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Is if you win your division, we're not going to take away your playoff spot, but we will say you're not getting home feel over somebody who's got you know <clears throat> a ten and six record, and you got a seven and nine record. Um, I, that that may be looked at. I think as the normal rule of thumb is, if it happens a little bit more frequently. Um, that it, and it becomes a, a bigger issue and an, a, a bigger eyesore, I think it could happen. But it is something we need to look at. It is a mess, isn't it? It really is. And, um, and again, you, you sit there and think there's no way anybody's going to win. But that's one of the things that I know that Ron Rivera, the coach of Washington, has told his team is because he was the coach with the Panthers in one of those years where they won seven games. He says, look, let's – because the defense is pretty good. They don't have enough offense. But hey, let's let's get in and anything can happen. It's happened with one of my teams. And so that's what they're hanging their hat on. But it it is a mess. And quite frankly, 
kind of painful to watch. Some some really some bad looking football. Yeah, I was um, getting the family together because we live in a, a really uh, woodsy area out in the country, and I can't get direct TV, so I can't. I've always had it for like the past 10 years, so I could have NFL Sunday ticket. And I'm getting the family together so we can go to a restaurant and watch the Cowboys game. And <laughs> both my wife and son said, really, what's the point? <laughs> well, are we really doing this to go watch the Cowboys? Oh, boy. We did not. Um but that's kind of the way it is. So maybe they'll surprise me. All right. I took him Landry. Go to LandryFootball.com. You'll know more about football than you can possibly imagine more than all your friends. I can promise you that. So check him out. LandryFootball.com. And I, I think I've decided who I'm going to vote for in the highest one, but I'm not supposed to say. So that's right. That's right. It's a big deal. I'll come down here and uh, Tennessee and smack me on the wrist. So Chris, have a, uh, have a, a fantastic Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, this is one of the favorite parts of my week, and I will talk to you in seven days. Look forward to it. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, all our listeners. That's Hook and Landry. We'll talk to you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.